Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello and welcome to another instalment of the First and Fifteen podcast, the SWC coverage. My name's Jay Ballamy and I'm joined today by our regular panellists, Lewis Phillips and Gareth Price. How are you doing, guys? Hello. Very well, thank you. All good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. And today we'll be uh, spotlighting the third and final new team from the uh, the conference, the Berkshire Renegades. And to do so, I'm delighted to welcome Sean Blake, aka Kiwi, to the show. Kiwi, how are you, bud? I'm fine, thank you very much, Jay. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good. Glad to have you on the show. And uh, we'll get straight to it, shall we? So, Kiwi, we're interested to know a little bit more about Berkshire and a little about a little bit about the team. Um, so, do you want to start us off and, and tell us how the team has been formed? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, firstly, let me say thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll give you a little bit of history. So, um, well, obviously, the, the Renegades were an original team back in the 80s, uh, which reformed in the early 2000s uh, as a contact team originally. Um, over the years, it expanded. Um, the Renegades family got bigger and bigger. And uh, gratefully, last year we were accepted to the NFFL, um, our first Berkshire Renegades adult flag. Um, or, well, or I guess it'll be for the 2021 season. Fantastic. And, and, and what was the sort of story behind starting up the flag team then? Was there any real drivers, any, any motivation behind it? Uh, absolutely. I mean... Um, uh, I mean, I, I, I love football. I, I have done for many years. I've uh, been doing it for quite a while. And um, I've always found that uh, flag for me is is a good level in two respects. So for, that, for those that are starting, um, it's great to learn the fundamentals. Uh, if you want to go to do contact, um, either during or after your, your, your flag um, career, it's it's great in that sense, and for those who are getting on a bit like myself, where you know I can't keep up with the younger guys anymore, it's um it gives me a chance to to still be involved in the sport, um you know doing the thing that uh, uh, as football players we all love I assume, um so we had a couple of players as well who who felt very much the same as me and uh, um. They they're they're working behind the scenes with me just to um, to get the, the the team to where where we want to be. Fantastic and and so does that mean then that the the team is mainly compromised of of sort of ex contact players? Then is there a mix of ability within the squad? Um, definitely a mix of ability. Um, I would say it's at the moment it's probably sixty forty. So. Um, the former contact players certainly at the moment outnumber the um, those that haven't played before or have only ever done flag. Um, but obviously, I, I hope to uh, to at least even those odds at some point. Um, as I say, we're always uh, we're always looking for new members, and uh, you know, obviously, welcome anybody who who joins the Renegade family. Fantastic, and and. So how's that recruitment process gone for you guys? Has it been a case of advertising the contact team specifically and then those players that need that bit of extra tutelage go straight to flag or 
have you been advertising the flag team specifically as a, as a new setup as well? Uh, we we yeah. um, we've had advertised them as a a new setup. Um, so all of our recruiting, obviously, we uh, the, the Renegades have got teams all the way from your under 14s to to your adults. So so we recruit recruit for uh, each team. Um, I would say equally. I mean, they're uh, they're equally. Um, and it's just down to the players. I mean, obviously, some will want to do contact, and, and others will want to do um, flag. We we definitely advertise all equally. Kiwi, I'm really interested um, to know how you, without giving too much away, obviously. Um, how you kind of structure your training sessions? How much has your experience of sort of being involved in contact training sessions um, kind of uh, sort of built how you structure your flag sessions? Or have you just started with a blank slate? Um, I, I would almost say our training sessions have been structured, or, or I, I've probably done it backwards because uh, the training sessions we do with our contact players probably translate a lot better to the flag because you've got to teach the the fundamentals of the breakdown and um, obviously the only difference being the follow-through at the end. Um, so we were probably teaching um, our flag structure unknowingly before we had a flag team. Um, so it, it transferred over quite quite easily for us um, in, in the respect that obviously the, 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 fun, the fundamentals are in every training session we do, whether it be flag or contact. So you're putting training plans together. It's no different, really. You're just, you know, you've been doing this for years and you're going off the same kind of script. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there, there will be some, some uh, slight differences. Um, obviously, as I say, uh, the follow-through is a big difference. Um, but there, there are also the... Uh, the, the, the obvious ones about, you know, your distances and, you know, um, what you can and can't do on a field. Um, so there, w there will be differences in, in, in the way we teach it to them. But, um, yeah, I would almost say we've, we've adopted the, uh, the basic training format quite well. Speaking about that kind of breakdown stuff um, and, and practice, how have you and, and your guys that are obviously been playing contact for a little while, how are you <clears throat> transitioning, I guess, to, um, to, to sort of uh, that flag play? And do you still get that kind of urge to drop a shoulder or how are you dealing with that um, change in mindset? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, so, some of the uh, contact players are a bit long in the tooth there. Still feel the urge. You can see it sometimes, but um, they've actually adapted quite well and uh, mentally realise what what they're doing, and they 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 stop themselves before they actually do. Um, for for some of them, they've actually picked it up quite easily to go from you know dropping a shoulder into um, into the non-contact. I will say probably the DBs more than anything else. Uh, the natural DVs, <laughs> um, but yeah, all, all in all, I think uh, you know they, they've adapted quite well um, uh, since being uh, accepted into the league. Uh, we've not had any issues of of uh, 
people running into uh, other players unnecessarily. Yeah, it was one of those things that you could definitely see when we paid you in that affiliation game, Kiwi. From game one to game two, there was... And we, we went through it when, when we obviously came out of the university team. You you If you're a contact player, you've got that natural inclination to, to be a bit more physical with people, haven't you? And, yeah. and you could see that the, the week or so of training between the games had, uh, had made a big impact on you guys because you, you'd gone into the breakdown and actually thought about tackling rather than, you know, this is just like football and then running through people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was... Uh... For a couple of weeks after that, that was one of the big, biggest things I had to work on with him. Um, you know, it's it's, it's quite strange because he's so uh, obviously the the, uh, the incident we're talking about. He's not normally a DB. Um, mm. I have no idea why he tried to jump for uh, in front of the ball before you passed it, but uh, he learnt very quickly after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they still rib him about it now and. Um, I think it's an ongoing joke. It was one of those things like out of the movie Wanted where he uh, is fly- he's flying through midair going, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good, so, stuff. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, obviously we appreciate everything that uh, you and the boys did for us and um, the learning curve that you gave them. Um, and I can only hope that it shows when they uh, when they participate this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think it will because if you keep on that trajectory, you'll be a, you'll be well away with it. I, I, I for sure. So, um, in terms of, in terms of managing the club then through the COVID period, obviously you're you're heavily involved in both the contact side for the Renegades, and you're still part of the university set of Reading, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yeah. How has that how has that COVID period been for you in terms of keeping people engaged, keeping players in together? Have you found it a positive experience? Has it been a something that's detracted from the club, in your opinion? No, it, it has been very trying. Um, but I have found that it's made the players uh, a, a much more cohesive unit. Um, I mean, obviously, university's a little bit different. They've had a bit longer because they don't technically go back till September. So, uh, um, quite luckily, I think we, on all levels, we've gone back to starting with fitness first mm. um, I mean obviously Bathurst, Bathurst restrictions across the board with with regards to contact has, has made it um, that much easier for us to work on it that way shall we say um, so yeah back, back to fitness, back to basics um, and for flag it's been great because as I say there's been no contact anyway Um does that mean you found some of the of the contact guys that wouldn't have otherwise considered a flag coming along and giving it a go? Yeah, I I think so, definitely. Um, two two for two, obviously reasons. Yeah, with if the contact well when the contact season goes ahead, uh, doing both forms, as I said, not only helps with the fundamentals, but it's going to give them more games throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with the contact this year, there's a maximum of eight games. Uh, with flag, you, you're adding an extra 12 games on top of that. So, if they do both, they're going to get 20 games throughout the season. And, I mean, for, for any any uh, football head, um, that would be a, a definite positive for, for me. 
Yeah, massively. And it's one of those redeeming factors of the flag game, isn't it? Is the is the number of games you can genuinely get through because you're not always very, very sore on a Monday, or at least some of us aren't, I guess. Lewis, I'll speak for <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I certainly feel better the day after. <laughs> um, as as I'm sure as I'm sure any former contact player would do, uh, you, you'll know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's a certain uh, lack of bruising that I don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I play quarterback, so I don't even do any running around. Uh, so I, I feel very fresh the next day. Can't speak for my receivers who I'm sending down the pitch. Um, should mention at this point, unfortunately, the, um, the, the technical gremlins have gotten to Gareth um, and he's uh, unable to keep a connection. Listeners, if you're wondering where Gareth was, um, we've lost him for the evening, I'm afraid. So it's just me and Jay for the remainder. Um, Lucky you. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we we touched upon sort of your uh, you guys going through the affiliation process. How did you guys find that? Um, and, and remember, Jay doesn't play for Reading anymore, so you can be as uh, yeah, you can be honest. brutal as you like. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it was certainly uh, eye-opening. Um, I I I had uh, visions of what flag was like, and. Um, you know, obviously the, the Reading team are, are a, a great team and they showed us what you can do when you play flag. Um, the things that you can get away, like play-wise. Um, and to be honest, as I say, I mean, I, I, I think I knew all of the guys anyway from from the university aspect. And, uh, you know, they were all, all more than helpful, uh, more than willing to, to give advice. Um, and I think, you know... Uh, as frustrating as it was to probably not know the rules for some of my players, they they still enjoyed it at the end of the day, and and that's what it's all about. So, uh, well, no, I, I I we appreciate everything that Reading did for us, and uh, we do it again. I mean, yeah, you know, love to all of them, and Jay included. Even, even me included, fantastic. <laughs> and, and how about the how about the actual process itself then? So coming away from just the games at Reading, do you think the the BAFA process was organised? Do you think it was rushed? Did COVID have any impact on it specifically? Yeah, COVID was a massive. Uh, but overall, I mean, I, I've been through the BAFA process. As I say, we've got youth flag, uh, youth teams, and junior teams. Um, the process, I think, is, is set up the right way. Uh, certainly with flag, it seemed pretty, pretty well. Well, Phil will be most glad to hear that. <laughs> so, Kimi, what have the preparations for the season been like? Then, is there has there been a a big sort of Zoom push before getting back onto the field? Or I know you mentioned there was a lot of fitness work to do. Is there been sort of a structure in in terms of pre-training stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than expecting guys to obviously look after themselves when they're not with us due to time restraints, um, we've had a, a a mixture. So we we've managed to obviously uh, get three hours of training every Sunday, every Saturday, um, which is a bit more than normal. But obviously, just with the lack of time that we've had, we we found it a lot, uh, a lot more helpful for us. Um, so structurally, uh, it was 
I would say 40% fitness, uh, 40% fundamentals, and 20% fun. Um, you know, we've got a brand new playbook. Uh, it's nothing that's transferred over from the contact team. Um, so, so does that then lead into sort of the expectations for the year then? So by the sounds of it, there's a good mixture of sort of good work and good fun. Is Are the expectations just to enjoy the season as it is or is there a, an aspiration to go and, and do bigger things? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I've, I've said to the guys from the start, I said, you know, year one is it's going to be a learning year. You know, um, you guys put us through, through our paces um, to get in. Which again, I can't say thank you enough for that. Um, and, and this year, we'll, we'll expand their eyes, their their eyes and their, their divisions of, you know, what's out there, what they can do, what they're going to face. Um, I expect each team will will bring something different for us to 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 work on in the future. Um, and I just said that you know, um, this year is going to be we're going to learn, we're going to have fun, we're going to try things. Um, you know, obviously we've we've got a lot planned that fall back on if something doesn't work, and um, and then going forward, absolutely, yeah, we uh, we hope to be, you know, competing with other teams. So if I took the Renegades five years down the down the line, then Kiwi, what what would you like to what would you like to see from the club? Where would you like them to be at? Oh, uh, well, I'm still learning the structure, but, um, you know, um, I, I would probably say I, I'd like to, to take whatever the highest possibilities are out there. <laughs> so you're going for a Premiership National Championship then in five oh, years? why not? Why not? Um, at least one. I, you know, I've, I've got a lot of fingers. I need, I need a lot of rings. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, I could get away with two this year as a player and a coach, I guess. But um, yeah, no, I um, I say as long as guys are having fun, um, I think that is always going to be important to me. Uh, much like anything in life, if you don't enjoy it, it's not worth doing. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to 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 be able to compete with with the other teams out there. You know, I. Five years might be optimistic for a, a premiership title, but uh, yeah, go big or go home, eh? What, what about any designs on sort of expanding the flag uh, even further? And you, you mentioned the Renegades have got um, have got a youth team. Um, any ideas on perhaps getting a youth flag team or a women's team? Yeah, so. Um... We've got an under-17 flag team. We've got an under-17 flag team. We've got an under-16 contact team. Uh, we've got an under-19 contact team with uh, Swindon Storm um, as a joint venture of the Thames Valley Tigers. Um, and, as I say, adult contact, which we've had from the start, added on adult flag this year. And... Um, the expansion for the club would be yes, more more flag teams, um, adults and under eleven or cadets, um, whichever whichever format you take, British or, or American. And um, absolutely, I mean a women's team, you 
know, they have every right to be on the field as as, as any 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 one of us. Um, so adult adult flag is really the the one of the one of the last pieces of your uh, of your puzzle. Then you've got sounds like you've got everything else uh, in place in terms of all the other different forms of football you can do in this country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just as I say, the under 11s and a women's team, I think, is is is, is the two two sort of. Actually, um, you know, if, if I can get that up and running. Um, I've I've only been uh, general manager for for the Renick uh, family for a year, and um, hopefully before I'm done, as I say, we'll um, every sort of uh, every sort of level. See, it's interesting. We talk to a lot of new teams, and typically the aspiration is to to grow and expand. But it's 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 really cool to talk to a team that's kind of at the end of that journey in a way or mm. coming to the end of that expansion journey is it is the aspiration then for Berkshire Renegades as a as a big club not just talking about the flag aspect of it now to become one of those national brands to really to really stake their claim into the sort of southeast middle middle of the south type ways or is it is there more to go is or is is it now then again about pushing the teams as far up the division as possible and and starting putting championship rings on the on the name <laughs> uh, I, I think you know ri- rings will always be on the top of players uh, players lists, um, but for the club there is still more to go. I mean, as far as the sort of the expansion of the of the, the Renegades, um, we we probably are coming towards the end of that. Um, as I say, the only thing we are really missing at the moment is the under 11s and a women's team. Um, but for the club in general, um, there is more to come. Uh, so you'll have to watch the space. So I've got a bit of a follow-up question to that one, and it's probably one that comes more from a, a, a personal question. Why start up a team with the Berkshire Renegades and not affiliate or go into some form of joint venture with the current Reading team? Um, that was down to some of the players that we had um, they 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 wanted to to remain um, part of the renegades uh, joint ventures can be difficult and I think obviously if we had joined with the current reading team it would have been a lot easier than the one we've got with Swindon Storm mm-hmm. um, but for the players that as I say were, were part of the driving force from the start with me um, they wanted something of their own, something at part of the Renegades. Um, and as I said, from the, as I said in the previous one, for me, the to have a a team in every level for of, of, as a Renegade, you know, the Renegades family, um, would would be a dream come true for me. Um, to you feel that we've you know we've the... so many lives. You become more of a program, don't you? Is that's how they refer to them in. Uh... In, in the States, you're a football program. That's it. Um, it's not just one club. It, it's got all these different... And, and I, I think I really... Uh, I think that's, an, that's quite aspirational. I, I certainly look up to that. And we'll be keeping a keen eye on the Renegades personally, um, as, as even the Falcons have been around for six years, I think, this year. Um, still only just managed to get our second team. And then for us, it's uh, women's team is the next aspiration. Um, 
so uh, it'd, it'd be yeah, looking for some um, looking for some blueprints to follow into running a program as opposed to just a club. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I think anybody in football should be should be able to or willing to help. You know, anybody like yourselves wanting to expand or um, you know grow the, the the Falcons family. We're all here for each other. At the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. it's you know it, it, it's. I hate the saying, but it, it's like Marmite. You either love it or you hate it, and if you love it, you want to share it with everybody else that does. Yeah, absolutely, and it's overwhelmingly in in the UK. Definitely, American football's taken on that mantra of being a sport that's a community, and I don't think that's any more true than in the flag format. Certainly, with my experience specifically with UK, we obviously in, in the university team when you play sides and you think actually you don't like a lot of the people you're playing against. Flag's a completely different arena. I don't know whether mm. you found that ever so slightly in the, in the small window of time you've been with it, but it's more. It is certainly more go for a pint after the game than it is. Let's have a fight in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll fight on the field and then in the locker room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's it's a lot more. Um, it, it, you see the gentleman side of it. I, I mean, not, I don't want to come across sexist, but like you see the gentleman side in it. Yeah, absolutely. There, there, there's there's no hostility on or off the field. Um, and I did find, in the, in the, as you say, in the short time I've done it, I did find, especially playing you guys, uh, as I say, you know, you were willing to help and give advice and, you know, obviously um, offered, a, uh, invited us back for, for training sessions with yourselves. Um, and and you, don't, you don't get a lot of that in contact um, as much as I would like. But certainly, yeah, football is it's one of those, those niche little sports that, if you play it, you you can You are a family. You you get to know a lot of the players and the coaches, and even when they go on, you you, you always stay in contact. Facebook is great for that, but you always stay in contact with people no matter where they go. Absolutely, and and it's a shame that Gareth's no longer on the call with us because um, Chichester for me is a a really good example of that. Um, I, I've been playing this for looking 15 16 years something like that um and i'm still in contact and, and close and talk to quite regularly some of the guys um from chichester uh who used to play back then so neil henderson's still knocking about yeah. um, and worked, worked with him a lot um on the committee as well um but also like justin and gary robinson who were Long retired from the sport now, but um, you know we were we were we'd have we had some great times, um, and and it's I think it's I, I, it's quite rare that you get that in in contact. I think that you become that friendly with players from from the other team. Like you might be able to pick out a few names of their top players, you know, or look out for this guy and you know his name um, because he's a really good running back or receiver, but less so in the sense of oh yeah, he's a really nice guy actually and. And, you know, we've got a lot of this in common and we talk music all the time online and stuff like that, which you get yeah. a bit more of um, in flag. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've found the contact with players who have been with the club who may have moved on um, a lot easier. Um, and that that's how you kind of grow because you'll see them at the game and they'll introduce you to someone else and you'll be like, 
it just builds and builds from there for me. So going going swiftly back into the sort of um, the upcoming season picture for you guys, are there any player highlights that you think we need to be looking out for? If, if you had to name two or three guys that really stand out and you think will be real stars for you over the coming year, who would you who would you name? Um, I would say um, I would say probably Ashley Lovell. He okay. could be a name to watch. He's a, a receiver for us. Um, I would say Luke Harden. Um, he's he's a player who who's actually adapted quite well, and I think he should be on Strictly Come Dancing because his hips are just <laughs> like I don't know how they do it. <laughs> but you know, you think you've got his flag in, in one second, and then it's like. He's he's already behind you, and you're thinking, what what happened there? <laughs> um, I think they would be two two big names for us um, on the deep side. Uh, I think um, probably Richard Dent, middle linebacker. He's quite nimble, and he's a big ginger giant for us, but <laughs> he's quite rapid as well. <laughs> Fantastic. I think those would probably be three key players for me to watch. Any what would you think will make that jump to the next level? Uh, the next level being well, your all star, your all star squads for the sort of SWC all star five. So you get the regional squads, Kiwi, and then you also get your national teams. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so we weren't able to do it this year because of COVID. Um, we run out of available dates because we need to keep them for scheduling, basically. But um, hopefully, run it. We'll run it next year. Where we'll uh, we'll put on. I say we because I'm I'm part of the commit the BAFA committee that's um, organising it. Um, what they'll do is uh, we'll invite everybody in the division um, to a, an open practice, basically. Uh, a bunch of them. There'll be a couple of practices, um, and they'll be led by you know players and coaches of of some of the uh, some of the top players and coaches in the division. So I think um, just just before we announced we were going to cancel it, Jeff Bond of uh, the Hillsborough Bell Spartans had um, taken up the mantle as the head coach of the SWC team, um, and we got he have a team of assistants around him as well. And we'll invite everyone along to like some open practice sessions and it'll all be around like coaching and learning from each other and, and sort of generally um, improving the quality of football around the country. So each of the, each of the, um, each of the regions, Scotland, North of England and South um, will all be doing these open coaching sessions. Uh, and then, there'll be like a selection session basically where it's okay. The learning's done. Now you're competing to, to be in the regional team. Um, and then the three regions will go head to head in a, you know, post season and after finals kind of pro bowl style tournament, I guess probably the closest thing to, um, to uh, compare it to, and it's called the All Region Series at the moment. Until we come up with a better name, <laughs> um, and we'll, um, 
so yeah, that that would be the next the next step, I guess, is you know, who do you think is gonna would make it in that um regional team? And of course the step after that is GB. And uh, you know, have you got anyone you think uh might be able to cut it with the big boys? Well, um I I would I would um I mean I, I, I would love a couple of them to be um able to do that. And I think I certainly think the the receivers would um, that I mentioned. Um, there's a couple of players I haven't had a chance to see who haven't come to training uh, due to work and family. Um, but I, th- I think I think they definitely have the possibility to make regional. And as I say, I mean, I got, I got hopes for all, all players. What would you say is uh, is is the team's biggest strength? I would have to say me. <laughs> <laughs> I that like it. Kiwi. Confidence. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, my positivity. My. Uh, I, I guess my, my, my sense of humor. This is your online dating profile as well. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, if, I, if only, eh? <laughs> my, yeah. missus, my, 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 my missus would kill me. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, Are you the, uh, the glue that keeps it all together? Yeah, I, I, I think No, so. I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be my lovely partner. Uh, she she is definitely the slave driver. Be, I mean, sorry, the driving force behind me, um, and and probably part of the reason why I have focused so much uh, of my time into football. Um, but uh, yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, you know, obviously, I, I I've, I've just got an affection for for guys that I've either trained or trained with. And, and, you know, I like to see them do great things. Uh, it sounds like Harry Potter, but, um, you know, I, I do think that, yeah, with the flag team, I, I, I'm the glue. Um, I, keep, I, I keep their spirits up. I keep their sense of humour going. <laughs> and it cannot be, um, like, understated, I guess, um, how important that role is. Uh, for for any team because I know I when I get on the and I'll apologize now because we've not played each other yet so you don't necessarily know me very well um but no, I will be don't worry about it I I am a sorry Marcus I'm a tosser on game day <laughs> I'll have to edit that out to make it more family friendly um I yeah I'm a nightmare on game day I will um I will get hot-headed I will probably call people names uh, I'll shout at referees um, so I'm going to get that apology in there right now, so that you're, you know, I'm a nice guy really. Off the field afterwards, I'll, I'll say sorry and everything. But during that 40 minute section on, of, of the game, I'm going to be an asshole. Um, but it's really important that every team has that, and I, I'd say ours is probably John Willis. He's just always so positive, and and he's always got um, a positive thing to say. He never lets his head drop. Um, and you know, once I'm 
foaming at the mouth and turning red. He's always in the in the huddle, keeping everyone's head level. You know, he's, he he'll always be the first one. To just be like, even if we're being blown out fifty nil and I'm blowing a gasket, he'll be like, "Hey guys, it's a game. Let's just have some fun. It's a game." Yeah. So that's a, a really important role that I think every team needs. Yeah, it's all about the fun. I, I know, I know what Jay's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you do very, very, very well. Um, but you yeah, know, well. having ho- yeah, I know, and having home alone there has been a blessing um, for many, many years, as you know. Yeah, keeping me, keeping me very level-headed. Absolutely. Um, can't be mad with Home Alone around, can you? You absolutely cannot. You just look no. at him and you just think, oh, everything's okay. Yeah, it could be out. worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you're absolutely... I mean, I, I've ha- I've had the, the benefit or the misfortune, um, as I say, playing, coaching. I'm, I, I've also been in the, in the, um, the Zebra Stripes. So uh, I've been on the end of some, some berating and... Uh, I've given some berating. <laughs> um, it, it's all part of the game, you know. Um, it wouldn't be fun if it wasn't. So you've had um, you've had a look at the Reading Devils. Um, are you planning on any other kind of um, preseason games? Uh, and are you seeing any other teams before we go into the season? Um. Currently not. We were we're gonna we're gonna look at getting um, hopefully one or two before the season starts, or or maybe even during the season if if, if that's possible. Um, uh, like friendlies, obviously. I don't. I'm not quite sure how it works, but um, as I say, yeah, we've had we've had a lot of uh, uh, things to to adjust and work through since since playing the the. Uh, well, uh, the Knights, as they were formerly known, um, but yeah, playing the Devils. I can tell you how it works. Generally, you just pop a message in the in the WhatsApp group and say, "Does anyone want a friendly? We're free on these dates." <laughs> Tends oh, to be well. how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. It's as easy as that. If oh. you want a game, I'm sure there's somebody out there who'll who'll come come play you. Yeah. Um, is um, I mean, obviously, would that be because? Is that the NFFL chat or? Yeah, so it's conferences and it's uh, I guess yeah, I guess if you if you wanted to, there's a there's a Facebook group as well, which is sort of um, just as an official that's got like everyone from up and down the country in it. So uh, I think I saw someone in there today actually um, from up north. I think it was at Wigan Way, the new team, the Renegades. Oh, funny. Um, they uh, yeah, they put um, a message in there just being like, hey, we're looking for friendlies. We're in the Northwest. We'll travel, but, um, you know, not a million miles. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking to, to get some friendlies, then, yeah, by all means, chuck a message in there and I'm sure you'll get some back. Um, are there any, uh, any kind of teams in particular that you're looking forward to playing? Because obviously being as, as new as you are, um, You've not had the. Uh, I mean, even the even you know, you've not had the exposure to a lot of um, a lot of these teams. Yeah, I I would probably have to say anybody but the Devils after those two games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there anymore, Kiwi. So it'll be a, it'll be a different type of game. Oh, uh, you reckon? 
Yeah. I mean, Holwell's not a, very a good, is he? quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm sure it won't have changed that much. Uh, no. Obviously, there, you, you guys were... I mean, your, your, your plays were... Phenomenal, phenomenal from what we saw. As I said, I mean, I was unfortunately I was on the whistle that day, but um, you know, yeah, it, uh, having your butt kicked twice was 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 interesting. <laughs> Good on, guys... outside of us, then, is there anybody that you're looking forward to to having a go at? Oh, um, towards the end of the season, maybe the Devils, um, but uh, yes, yeah, certainly, definitely. Um, be uh, interesting to meet you on the field, Lewis. I think uh, sound like a lovely bloke. Um, Thanks, mate. That's all right. <laughs> um, to be honest, uh, yeah, I mean, not having seen anybody other than the Devils, um, it would just be interesting to see anybody. Um, it, I'd probably have a better answer the next time around after we faced a few teams. But yeah, um, yeah as I say, just not knowing. How how the other teams play and what's out there, um, I'm I'm interested to to see any and all of them. To be honest, I I couldn't give you one specific one. Fair enough. Yeah, like I say, not not uh, get get your teeth sunk into a bit of everyone. I guess. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is that's how we make connections. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So, vague questions from me then. A couple of sort of offbeat ones. And, and I'm going to make you think here, Kiwi, more than you already have. If you had to pick one player from a different, from another SWC team to come and play for the Renegades, who would you pick? And you can't pick Lewis or me. Oh. Um, well, I probably should have done some research on the other teams, but. Uh... Probably home alone. <laughs> yeah, solid pick for me. Solid pick for me. Yeah, love that. Uh, so, if you had to pick a condiment to describe and represent your club, what condiment would you pick? Ooh. Um, Requires no research unless you have no concept of condiments. <laughs> I I would have to say, uh, I'd, I'd go with my 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 favourite one. Um, Perinays. Perinays. What's the driver behind that, other than the fact that it's just your favourite? Um, it, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're, we're hot but creamy. Hot but smooth. Nice. Hot but creamy renegades. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to pick a club anthem. So a bit of walkout music, maybe, if we were lucky enough to play in a stadium for the renegades. What what, what song you play? What song you picking? Um... Oh, I think it would have to be a toss-up between uh, either uh, We Will Rock You or I See a Red Door. Okay, cool. I can't sound familiar with either of those. Well, sorry, I know We Will Rock You, but the second one escapes me. All right, that's that's showing my age then, Jay. um... Um. but no, it was. Uh, I think it was uh, back in the fifties or sixties when it came out. Um, it was a, a massive um, anthem during the Vietnam War. But 
I like it because uh, he sees a red door and he wants it to turn black, and basically those are our home and away colours for the uh, Renegades. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, oh, is that, um, is that, um, oh, it sounds like um, Painted Black by the Rolling Stones. That's the one. Yeah, I know that one. It's yeah. a good tune. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my go-to song. Um, good answer. Good answer. Quite, and quite then final question. The red and black, from... but yeah. <laughs> and then final question from me is uh, poppadoms or bread? All bread. Well, yeah. See, that's three what? for three on no, bread now, Lewis. No hesitation whatsoever. No hesitation. No, you got a favourite bread, Kiwi? My favourite bread would have to be seeded. Seeded. Seeded bread. Yeah. Oh, so I used to go for that by the loaf when I was in school. Seeded so bread. Everybody Berkshire Renegades, they are creamy, hot, and like seeded bread. That's it. Fantastic. You got us in one. <laughs> <laughs> Just describe myself, but yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> I realise uh, I realise at this point that I, I didn't forewarn you about this last question, um, oh. which I which I did for everybody else. So, and given how new you are and how little you know about the other teams, um, I'm going to give you the option to 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 um, not have to answer, but at this point we would normally um, we would normally ask you where you think each of the teams in the division is going to come and what their record might be. But feel free to abstain because, like I said, you're you you don't know much about the teams, um, having never played any of them other than Reading, um, and I didn't give you any warning. Um, to, um, to think well, that's it. all right. I I see everybody coming joint first. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. I, I, I did warn you that my my uh, my humour and my optimism was uh, was what kept me together. So um, I w- I would say joint first for everybody. Fantastic. Right. I'm going to write that down because the idea of, the idea of this is at the end of the year we might come back to these uh, these predictions and I don't know laugh at each other and. Yeah, well, hey, uh, look, if the season gets called off, Kiwi's absolutely nailed it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've got something to look forward to now. <laughs> and go on. Let's give. You've got in theory, you've got eight games, Kiwi. As long as everything goes to plan, how many games do you think you'll win, and how many games do you think you'll lose this year? Ooh, I I think I'm going to go for a four and four this year. Okay, on, on what basis? On the basis that um, we've got to face the devil twice. No, you've only got to play the devils once, haven't you? Is that oh, correct, Lewis? Yeah, you play everyone once, mate. Okay. Um, in that in case, a normal, go in a normal one. one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I like it. Bold, yeah. confident. Yeah, why not? I, I, I know I know the devil, so I'm going to go 7-1. Why not? Nice. No, I, I'm, I'm sure. I hope, I hope you've got that written down to uh, to use. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't say which which way round it was. I mean, it might be seven wins and one loss, or it might be seven <laughs> losses and one win. But yeah, seven and one. I like it. Safe. <laughs> I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write down seven and one or one and seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven <laughs> and one either way. Yeah. And and that one is always going to be the devils, right? Is uh. Yeah. I think, so, I think, from what I know about them, probably. 
do you i've got the um i've got the when do you when do you play the devils i think it's oh, you play them week one you've oh. got the pleasure of me returning there kiwi because i'm off with, i'm there with keisha yeah no, oh, i was hoping that it would be the last game day of the season and it would be like your redemption arc you know you lost seven games on the trot and then in the beat, last beat one the devils. <laughs> beat, beat the devils after they trashed you in uh, in the start and it's just oh, full circle it's like Game of Thrones writing it's brilliant <laughs> well I'll tell you what I'd, yeah if, if I had the right to hear that's probably the way it would go <laughs> good stuff well thank you very much Kiwi for coming and joining us it's been a pleasure talking to you have you no, got any social you. media plugs you want to put out there before we uh, fully wrap up Oh, um, I mean, I, I would just say, uh, obviously, promote the uh, the Renegades for anybody living in Berkshire, um, as well as the Devils. You've got two teams to choose from, and uh, I think either one either one would be a good choice. Fantastic. Kiwi, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, Lewis, as always, it's been lovely talking to you. Next week, I believe we're doing our, our full league predictions for week one is that correct Lewis? yeah we got uh we're going to be predicting we're going to be reviewing and predicting game day one which as i look at the alignment now um we have western chichester and cheltenham at chichester that's going to be on the sunday uh, and then reading devils are hosting boxer and canesham and both falcons teams are hosting the white hellhounds so that is uh, what our week one looks like Fantastic. Well, we'll catch you all later. And uh, again, it's been good to talk to you. My name's Jay and uh, this is me signing off. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.